Hello. Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today's episode uh, is some kind of encouraging news for me. I mean, if you're me, um, and if you're a fan, <laughs> fan. <laughs> I don't know what that means anyway, but if you listen to this podcast, um, yeah, things are, things are starting to look up a little bit. Um, however, while I'm talking about people who enjoy listening to this podcast, I'm going to make another plug. Um, cause I know there's more of you out there than you'll admit. Um, <laughs> so do me a favor and it really is not going to, it doesn't cost you anything. So that's even better. So just do it. Go over to Spotify or Apple podcasts and give this podcast a rating, hopefully five stars and a review. Um, I really appreciate the feedback from people. In fact, I think most of it or not all of it is good and that makes me feel happy. And, um, yes, yeah, so, so do that. Cause again, I, I want more people to hear this podcast cause I do think it's, it's obviously worth listening to. Um, again, this is more of like an honest struggle of a average runner and, um, you know, of course, you know, there are podcasts for, you know, people who, you know, win races all the time and do great things. And, you know, everybody wants to listen to that, but it's like, this is kind of for the average person who has their own ups and downs and, and maybe also the, the somewhat older runner. Um, and by that, I mean, like, you know, over 45, uh, ish. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so just give me a rating dag on it. It won't cost you, I swear. And it'll make my heart feel better. So anyway, let's get back to business here. Um, so yeah, last week I was kind of a weekend warrior. Um, didn't run a lot during the week. I, um, it was just hot. <coughs> Excuse me. My goodness. Yeah, the heat here has just been unrelenting. It's almost like 100 degrees, you know, ridiculous amounts of humidity. I know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you know, early September. So we're still stuck in summer here in, you know, central South Texas or South Central Texas, whatever we want to call that. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, we, we keep getting these, these promises or glimmers of, Ooh, maybe we're going to get a front. In fact, last week we were supposed to get a front and zero happened. And so, uh, had just like a smattering of rain kind of dependent on where you lived. Um, and honestly, where I live, didn't get much. My yard still looks dreadful. Um, so <laughs> I'm kind of ready for, you know, some rain to happen, man. You know, I just, I don't like the way my yard looks. And, um, anyway, that's that. Um, but yeah, I didn't really do a lot of running last week. Some of it was just because it was hot or by the time I'd get out there, it was just like, Oh, you know? So, I mean, I think one day I rode my spin bike and then I taught my, you know, sprint class and I you know, would do some other stuff, but it was just like, I was not up on my miles as I should be. However, I tried to make up for that over the weekend, which I know is really a bad idea, but it's my idea and I'll own it. Um, so I, um, Met up with Maria, my bubble friend, and uh, on Saturday morning, and we, um, I was hoping to do between, you know, 13 to 15, although I was very optimistically planning to do 15, um, 
let me just tell you, it was 97% humidity. Okay. That was ridiculous. Okay. It spit rain, like as we started and that just made everything worse. <laughs> so everything felt pretty good. You know, the, the first, you know, she was doing eight. And so I was like, cool. And then she was going to ride her bike with me, you know, along the, uh, the way with me afterward. And, you know, that was a decent plan. But then here's the thing. It's like when I'm, when I run with her, it becomes this like catch up social time. And so we were just like, you know, we talk about ridiculous things and, you know, we're just, you know, everyday boring things that, you know, but nonetheless, it's important to us. And, um, <laughs> so anyway, it wasn't too long. We were about five or six miles in and I'm like, you know, I think I'm just going to do eight today. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to do 10 tomorrow. And she's like, I'll ride my bike with you and we can go, you know, um, I'll just, you know, hang with you. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do 10 tomorrow. And she's like, okay, cool. And of course I kept thinking, yeah, I'm kicking the can down the road. I'm just going to, <laughs> I'm going to get out there on Sunday and, you know, choke again. Cause, oh man, I was just, my shoes were squishing by the end of eight miles on Saturday. And that has not happened in quite a while. I mean, that's, that's humid. I mean, I know I sweat a lot and it just was, it was ugly. And I just felt terrible. Um, you know, again, I, I don't think I drank enough water. I mean, I was trying to drink water and Gatorade and, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is, but nonetheless, I, you know, just kind of had a rough experience and, but it was nice just to have that social time with her. And so that made up for everything. So, um, yeah. And then afterward I had my cooler with, uh, I had a couple of Topo Chico's in there, which, I gave her one of mine and we sat there and kind of guzzled them. And then both of us ended up with our stomachs kind of going, Oh, wow. That was kind of a lot of bubbles. And, uh, yeah. So suffice, suffice to say, I came back and I just felt horrible and quite honestly, the heat and maybe dehydration, I'm not really sure what happened, but I came home and I threw up a couple of times and yeah. So, and I know that happens to me sometimes at summer races and I was like, okay, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So got to chalk that up. And so that was kind of a rough you know, start to the weekend. I kept thinking, great. Now how am I going to get 10 knocked out, you know, Sunday, but, um, Sunday morning, we were going to meet up at seven 30 at, because all the parks are closed or all the, the um, trail uh, parking lots or park parking lots were closed because of COVID and the holiday. Yippee. Um, <laughs> I had this, I have this secret place where I park. Well, it's not that secret because a lot of us know where it is, but anyway, so we were going to meet up there, but then not too long before we were going to meet, she texted me and said, I have a flat tire. I'm not going to be able to make it. And I'm like, and she apologized and I'm just kind of like, eh, that's all right. I'll get it done. You know? And in some ways it kind of liberated me. I mean, and again, don't misunderstand me. I would love the company, but it was also kind of like, well, I'm not really sure how this is going to go. And so, you know, if it goes badly, then I, you know, feel bad for dragging her along. And if it went well, then that would be great. But so it kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but so I just, I kind of, you know, chucked myself under the chin and, um, oh my God. And then I tried this, this new, uh, sort of bar. God, what is it called? It was like, it's some sort of paleo bar, primal something. 
oh my God. And I've got the mint, the mint chip one. And I was in my car, you know, just took a bite of it before I even started up my car. It was the worst tasting crap, sorry, that I have ever, <laughs> I think I've ever ingested in terms of a, of a bar. And I was just like, oh no, uh-uh, no. And so I ran into the house, threw it away <laughs> and grabbed one of my go-tos, which is the Entenmann's mini crumb cakes. And, uh, yeah, so, but you know what? I had about a half of that and that was pretty good. Uh, I mean, they're kind of a known quantity. It's kind of like eating McDonald's or something, you know what you're going to get. Okay. Oh yeah. I, I just, I cannot deal with those, those, those types of bars. It's like, no, not going to happen. Uh, I mean, maybe if I were starving on a deserted Island or something, probably, but not when I've got options anyway. So I had my cooler set up and, you know, my snacks and all that jazz. And I had my vest, which running on pavement in a vest is really not fun because especially when it's hot, because it kind of weighs a lot or, you know, if you have water and Gatorade and, you know, your bottles and you have snacks and your phone and all this other crap in there. And so you're just like, Ooh, um, but nonetheless, I was stuff I needed. And so the plan was just to go five miles out up to Martin Luther King park and then come back. And you know what, that's exactly what I did. And it went pretty well. I mean, I wasn't breaking land speed records or anything, but I got it done. And I never really, at one point I was kind of toying with the idea, well, maybe I should just do seven or maybe I could do eight, maybe nine, you know, and then I'm just like, Oh, for God's sake, just go out five, you know, no one, you know, it's not going to kill you. You've done it before. And, you know, I was listening to my podcasts and, you know, whatnot. And, you know, that was kind of fun. And, and so I, uh, you know, I got to the turnaround point and, you know, re, you know, refilled my water bottle and, and, um, you know, just kind of regrouped a little bit and then headed back. And I don't know, probably about three miles from <laughs> where I was supposed to finish, I saw this trio of pit bull mixes. I'm not really sure. I'm not really good with about dogs, but, um, and I love dogs. I love animals. Um, most of you who actually know me IRL know that animals and children are drawn to me. And of course, if I had this effect on men, I would be popular. Sadly, that is not the case, but <clears throat> anyway, it's cool. I, I've learned to adjust. <laughs> but anyway, so these three dogs and, and, you know, they're all boys. Okay. And they see me and they come running up to me and I'm just like, Oh God, you know, cause I, I've known a couple of people who have gotten bitten by dogs, even if they're friendly or they seem nice. And, and so I'm just like, Oh, and, and so I tried not to act too afraid or anything like that, but I just kind of stopped. <laughs> they were jumping on my back. They were licking my legs. They were so fun. And this one cyclist ahead of me on the greenway, he's trying to whistle for him. And I thought, Oh, maybe he's the owner. But I, I came to realize that he was just trying to help them get away from me, but they would run up to him. And then they were just sort of like, man, you're not, you're not that much fun. And so I was just like, Oh God. Okay. I'm just going to pray that none of these guys want to bite me. And they were so fun. They were really, really cute. And, um, so I'm like, you guys want to run? And they'd be like all excited and they'd be wagging their little stumps of tails and they're, you know, <laughs> and they'd run with me. And I was just like, oh my God. Of course, being dogs, occasionally they would, you know, run off into the grass and roll around and, you know, wrestle with each other or they try to find a stream. And I think at one point they <laughs> heard another 
<laughs> dog barking way up because this is kind of like this this greenway is kind of like way down by the river and there's like a I don't know. It looks like a cliff or something, <laughs> you know, where there's neighborhoods. And I guess there's a dog or two barking up there and they were very excited about that. And so, um, they started to try to go up there and I was like, okay, that's cool. Go boys, you know? And then of course, along the way, I'm running into cyclists and they're looking at me like, lady, who are these dogs? And I'm like, they're not mine. Okay. I just want you to know they're not mine. They followed me. They're trying to adopt me. I don't know what's going on. And so every now and then I thought I'd shake them off and we ended up going about two miles, you know, with the pack. And then finally, you know, about a mile or well, actually about two miles, a mile and a half. I don't know from, you know, where I was going to end. They, they all seemed to find something else that was fascinating <laughs> and moved on. And I was, I just, cause I kept looking behind myself like, okay, are they following me anymore? And they were not. So it was kind of fun. Oh yeah. Also, Another dog story. Saturday, Maria and I were on the river walk and I was, I had just been telling her a couple of stories about me encountering dogs. You know, like uh, a few weeks ago I was running, you know, on the east side of town and there was this like another pit bull mix and he was just sort of hanging out at this corner and ran up to me and started licking my legs and I'm just like, oh God you know, hopefully he's friendly. And, um, this lady was standing out in her yard and she was on her phone and, and she's, you know, she saw me and she's like, Oh, he's friendly. He just lives, you know, a few doors down over here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. But I could tell he was a puppy because, or I think he, well, he had these like puppy like characteristics, but he, um, also kind of put his, his mouth around my wrist, you know, kind of like little love bites or something, you know, and I mean, he wasn't going to hurt me, but it was kind of interesting. He was cute, but yeah, and a couple of years ago I was running around the park near my house and, uh, this, this shepherd mix little pup, he had broken free from his, uh, I guess, I don't know if he was chained in the yard or what, but he didn't have tags. He just had this little bit of a, you know, a collar on him. <laughs> and he ran with me for a few miles and I, I tried to get him in my car so I could take him to the vet to get his chip looked at, you know, and find the owner. Cause he was a sweet little dog, but I got him in the back of my, my forester <laughs> and I slammed the hatch shut and didn't have, I still had the side door open and he bolted out of there. So that was that story. But anyway, I've been telling Marie about all of this. And then like within minutes, as if timing was perfect, there's this it looked like a pit bull boxer mix or something. He was, you know, he was this little sweet guy who's skinny and he was, he kind of had a limp and that kind of made us sad. And so we're just like, Oh, what are we going to do? You know? And so we, you know, stood around and, you know, contemplated our options and he looked thirsty. And of course nobody had anything to put water in, you know, to give to this guy. And so she had a grain bar. And so she gave him that, which he happily, you know, ate, and then we went on ahead and then turned around and came back. And as we were coming back, he, of course, was still there and uh, was creating quite a spectacle. And uh, some other, I guess some cyclists saw him and they, the, one of the cyclists had a uh, taco in his uh, bag. And 
offered the dog a taco and uh yeah so he ate that <laughs> so he's at least well fed i mean i just felt bad and then we we did i think we spotted no i'm sorry i lied i was i spotted a trail steward on my run yesterday never mind anyway so we have these things called trail stewards in um san antonio which i think are the greatest things ever and it makes me feel really good about running by myself um on you know the greenways and whatnot because i feel like if you know anything bad happens to me like if i you know fall and get injured or you know someone's bothering me although i really never really worry about that kind of stuff thank god um you know i just thought okay you know it's nice that these people are biking around and they you know look out after people and yeah so yesterday when i had this trio of dogs with me um you know i stopped this guy and said, look, these guys aren't mine, but um, they, they're following me. They're running with me. They seem really friendly. You know, I'm sure they belong to somebody, but I just don't know what to do. And so he's like, well, I'll, you know, I'll make a few calls and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so who knows? Hopefully I didn't see him today when I did my run. Spoiler alert. I did another run today. <laughs> so I ended up with 18 over Saturday and Sunday, which is pretty good. I mean, I know I was, I mean, had I done the 14, 15, you know, I probably would have done about three or four on Sunday. So it's fine, you know, and um, I did okay. I did okay on Saturday and felt proud of my effort. And, um, and so then this morning it's Labor Day and I decided that I would run the um, virtual five mile Hwine run, W-H-I-N-E, uh, which is put on by the San Antonio Roadrunners, um, a great group, and I'm part of this group. And uh, in fact, on Saturday, I picked up my um, packet and got a wine glass and got a shirt and a little grocery bag and uh, was going to be in a I you know pulled you know pulled a little ticket out of a you know bag you know that might win me a bottle of wine, which unfortunately I did not win. Dag on it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this is apparently some Labor Day kind of run. And uh, so I decided to run my five mile virtual run this morning. I thought, well, you know, running on tired legs is a good thing. And so I did. And you know, the funny thing is, is that I PR'd on a, on a handful of, or two sections and actually did pretty well. I mean, okay, don't laugh. I mean, my time was like, you know, five, five. 101, you know, an hour and one minute. I mean, which, you know, back in the day, you know, I could run a 10K in that amount of time, but I'm just kind of like to this point where it doesn't really matter. You know, it's just like, okay, just, just run, who cares? I was running and walking, but I was doing much more running than normal. And so that made me feel good. And I ran across this guy that I um, often see over at my park and he um, found out that he's in his seventies and just not look it. I figured he's like, you know, late fifties, very early sixties or something. And he's like, yeah, I used back in the day, I used to be able to run a six minute mile. And now I'm lucky to do a 12. I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Yes, except I've never been able to run a six minute mile, but you know, <laughs> it's all good. And so we ran together for, I don't know, probably about a half, three quarters of a mile, something like that, just sort of chatting each other up and um, very friendly guy. And he says he's only done, um, you know, up to marathons. And I'm like, you know, you need to try ultras because people who are older seem to be doing a lot of ultras and they do pretty well. And, and so, um, I don't know if I conned him into it or anything, but you know, it was nice having a little company. And, um, I 
came back. I, I finished and like I said, you know, 101 something, which is, you know, again, lately, that's not bad for me. Um, again, there was a little walking involved, but you know, on, on the whole, it was pretty good and it was humid. Oh, not as bad as Saturday. You know, nothing was as bad as Saturday. I think it was like 80% humidity today. Um, but I mean, I was soaked. You like ring me out. It was disgusting. And, uh, yeah. And so I, I got back and I uploaded my data to the virtual race website and looked at the standings for people in my five year age bracket. And I was in third place. <laughs> There's still going to be some other people in there and I'm probably going to get knocked right out of there. Not in, <laughs> probably by the end of the day, but I was like, wow, that's not bad. I mean, like the top person, their pace or, you know, the woman in my age group, um, had like an 11 minute mile. And I'm like, well, you know what? That's not bad. You know, that's, I mean, it made me feel less crappy about myself. Cause like the overall top person, I think had like a six something mile, you know, some person like in their thirties or something, you know, so it, it just sort of was reassuring to just feel like, okay, you know, maybe I am not as bad as I think I am. And, you know, to be even for a brief moment, you know, third is kind of cool. And, um, so I, I just hung on to that and felt good about myself. And, you know, that and the fact that I, you know, had a couple of Strava segments that, you know, were, uh, one was a PR, one was a third best. And, you know, I'm like, you know, and I run that area a lot. And I was like, you know what, that's pretty good, especially third day running. Um, so it kind of gave me a little more confidence once again, um, about running an ultra. I mean, I'm still terrified of doing, you know, a 50 K in the not too distant future in probably about six weeks. Um, but I think I can do it. I think I can get through it. I just, I just have got to figure out, I got to get a couple of 20 milers under my belt. And I think that that needs to happen soon. So, um, we'll see, we'll see. But I mean, it, it just was reassuring to just sort of like get out of my head for a change and just do it. And, um, and I have to give Maria a lot of credit because <laughs> Saturday, because I was just like dying and just not feeling it at all. And she's like, okay, we're going to run from here up to that trash can. Okay. And so of course me being competitive, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to race her. You know, <laughs> she's about 15 years younger than me. <laughs> and I did pretty good. Um, although I have to say our final little fart lick, uh, that's what you call speed work in Swedish. Um, yeah, I, I ran out of gas. I was like, eh, I can't do this anymore. But she's like the best. I, I love running with her because, you know, aside from the fact that we just talk about the most ridiculous stuff, um, she's just really fun and supportive. And, you know, of course, I'm always apologizing for having to slow down and, you know, power walk. Like, quit apologizing. Don't do that. You know, I'm like, I know, but it's just my personality, you know. But, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So this weekend I'm going to get out of town. I can't wait. Um, yeah, I'm going up to Spicewood working the, I have no idea. I, I guess I'm working the finish line. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I'm volunteering for about 24 hours at the mellow, uh, trail race put on by Tejas trails. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to camp in my car. I'm just praying it's not like a billion degrees or something, or there's a lot of mosquitoes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm going to do that. And then, uh, the following week I've got my Texas two-way torture test, which of course is the one where I need to exact revenge because I've run an extra mile 
the last two times I've done that race, actually the only two times I've done that race. So, um, and then I'm volunteering again and then I'm like a handful of races coming up. So it's starting to feel, I don't want to say normal cause it certainly isn't, but at least there's stuff on my calendar that I, I don't have to like cross off. Cause like for the last six months, it's like, yeah, okay. That race mm-mm, X, you know, <laughs> or that concert or that event X. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm feeling better about things. I think the weather is going to start to break a little bit. I mean, I think we're going to be in the, you know, upper eighties and nineties, you know, the next couple of weeks, which sounds like vacation compared to what we've been dealing with. Um, you know, and then I know it's just a matter of time before things start to go to hell and, you know, in my mind, you know, where the lows are in the thirties or something. And you're just like, you know, and that lasts for like, you know, a few hours or, you know, maybe a day or something. <laughs> but I know I'm never happy. I can't find like that perfect weather. Yeah. That was the other thing too, Maria, Maria, we're talking about on Saturday. It's like, yeah, it'd be really great to like be, live someplace where, you know, it was low humidity and, you know, and of course I'm throwing it and flat, <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, we live in the wrong place. Okay. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. But anyway, outside of that, wow, I can't believe I've blathered for 25 minutes about this. Holy moly. Anyway, you know, it's coming. That's all I've got for now. And I will see you next time.